this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 118, verse 24. As we begin this time of relaxation and prayer today, make sure you are in a comfortable position. If possible, place your feet flat on the floor. Let your arms rest on your lap and relax. As we begin, take a deep breath in, hold it gently, and then let it slowly out. Breathe in until your lungs feel comfortably full and hold it, and breathe out. Focus on your breath moving in and out of your lungs, feeling your lungs fill and stretch, and then breathing out and feeling your lungs contract and relax breathing in and breathing out. Spend a moment just focusing on your breath, in and out. Focus now on your legs. Feel the way they are resting. Stretch them out long and tight and then let them drop back down. Stretch them out again and then relax. Wiggle your toes and flex your feet and let them relax. Feel a comfortable warmth radiating up from the bottoms of your feet into your calf muscles, relaxing the lower part of your legs. Now up past your knees, the warm moving into your thigh muscles, relaxing. Allow that good feeling to travel up the trunk of your body into your shoulders. Shrug your shoulders up toward your ears and then let them fall. Lift them up again and relax. Feel the warmth move down your arms toward your biceps, toward your elbows, relaxing as it goes, down your forearms into the palms of your hands. Feel the warmth of your palms Stretch out your fingers wide and then curl them into a gentle fist and relax. Stretch out your fingers again and then let them rest. The warmth moves slowly back up your arms and into your neck. Feel the muscles on either side of your neck tense up and then comfortably relax. Move your head slowly from side to side, rocking back and forth. Relax. Moving up to your jaw muscles. Let the muscles holding your jaw slacken and relax. Feel the relaxation move up your cheekbones into your forehead. Let go of any remaining tension in your face. Smile and relax. You are safe. You are loved. You are exactly where you are supposed to be. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to do. You can just relax.
Our scripture passage today is from Romans chapter 6, verses 19 through 23. Because of the weakness of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led ever deeper into sin. Now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteous living, so that you will become holy. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. And what was the result? You are now ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this, Paul writes, Slavery, doulos in Greek, it means to be a bond servant, someone bound to work without wages. It means to be owned by, to belong to someone else as their property. It is a tough word. It means to be essentially powerless, without agency or influence, to be held in someone else's power, to be subject to another's whims. Paul continues, Previously you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led ever deeper into sin. Paul argues that the recipients of his letter have allowed themselves to be enslaved to living in an unhealthy way, which has placed them in profound spiritual danger. If Paul were writing this letter to us today, what types of things might he say enslave us in our culture? To what things do you currently feel enslaved? Or if that word is too strong, too painful, then one unhealthy things do you feel have power over you in your life right now? Spend a moment lifting these things up to God. As we listen again to the passage, imagine that this letter was being written to you. Listen to the words as if you are hearing them for the first time. What are you thinking as you hear Paul's words? How do they make you feel? What words or phrases speak to you today? Because of the weakness of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led ever deeper into sin. Now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteous living, so that you will become holy. 
When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. And what was the result? You are now ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Lord, Kyrios in Greek, it means a person who has absolute ownership rights. Paul is encouraging the readers of his letter to walk away from slavery to sin and to accept the freedom found in slavery to God. Christianity is a faith of paradoxical truths. We worship divinity that took on mortality. We worship the creator who became a part of creation. We worship a glorious king who hung on the cross of a common criminal. We stand tallest when we are bowed down, kneeling in prayer. We are most confident when we live in humility. We are most powerful when we serve with willing joy. It seems counterintuitive to claim that we can find freedom in slavery to seeking righteousness, that we find new life in the death of our old ways of living. In the eyes of the world, all of this, it makes no sense. In a world that values power for its own sake, voluntarily giving up power, it is mind-boggling. Paul says, now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. This only makes sense when we claim Jesus as our Kyrios, our Lord, when we acknowledge our complete dependence upon God's love and accept the forgiveness and grace extended to us. Because that dependence is freedom. The freedom to be peace-filled, joyful, hopeful people that God designed us to be. Because that Lord, that Kyrios, is a God who loves us enough to die on the cross for us. A God who seeks to guide and heal us. A God who calls us his own children. If you were to act as God's willing servant in this coming week, what may change in the actions you take, in the words you speak, in the attitudes you experience? In what area of your life do you want to make a deeper commitment to serving God? As our time today comes to an end, spend a moment telling God all that is on your heart and mind this day.
this day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Thank you.